Journeys Group Studio. This is Taking Care of Business. Good afternoon. This is, or actually, good day. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking Care of Business. Today is the final week of July. Yep. Man, the summer's flying by. You are not kidding. Um, but okay, you know, we're in the heat waves now. And so uh, our poor dog uh, is only at the deck all day and will come out for supper. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. Um, He's pretty lazy, and he gets very creative about where he can be lazy he's not at. Lazy? He selectively uses his energy. Where does he use it to eat? Uh, I must be just like him. Then. Based on the yard, I would say he used it for movements as well. <laughs> <laughs> we have a four-year-old golden retriever um, who loves the water and loves people, and so his idea of a perfect day. Is to be somewhere where there's water and people. And people, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, what's going on in Washington D.C. and Raleigh? Any idiocy? Well, you just said Washington D.C. and Raleigh, Raleigh, so there's always Raleigh. something going on. Yeah. Um, Are they going to get Biden finally? Do you think? I, I truly, I don't see how they can't. Uh, there's, there's just, there's so much. There's just so much piling up. I mean, you know, one or two incidents. Okay, they can sweep it under the rug, but. Uh, the pile is growing too big, I think. And I think, I think there's enough people that are, I think his senility is going to save him. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll invoke the, the, uh, well, I don't, I don't know that they'll have to, cause I, I don't, I don't know if he'll get reelected or, um, next God, time or not. I hope, I hope to think the country's that dumb. Uh, well, um, yeah. anyway, I don't want to talk on that. We well, have- yeah, just, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think there's any, any big news that has come out. The, the one thing that I thought was funny was, you know, the, the, and I can't remember if we talked about this or not, you know, the secret service came out and, and completed their investigation and the drugs found in the white house and said, yeah, we don't know who it was. <laughs> and I said, how many cameras do y'all have in the white house that, say, that they- you, they can pick up a piece of old pizza crust out of a dumpster and find the DNA from 11 years ago. And you're telling me that in the White House, we don't have any footage of who put it there? I mean, we all know who it was, but yeah. um, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. It was Jill. Yeah, well, it'll be. And, and there were some new whistleblowers. If I had a kid that, like Hunter, I'd probably be on drugs, too. Though. Well, that's, yeah, that, that's that's fair. And there were some new whistleblowers that just came out with the yep. about the IRS, wasn't yeah, it? Yep, 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 yep. So, so anyway, interesting stuff. Yep. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I'm George Pate. I'm a, what, what did we decide we can say? We'll talk about that. Call yourself financial advisor. Okay. I'm George Payton. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, North Carolina, just outside of Greenville. Our phone number is 252-304-1019. You nailed it. Excellent. We just changed phone numbers. <laughs> uh, website, www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, www dot the com. our website has a variety of financial articles that rotate on it it has links to youtube and instagram and facebook uh any upcoming events which i think our next event is in raleigh we haven't nailed a date yet but it's in raleigh for the retirement and medicare seminar and it also has um uh, our contact information and how to get on our schedule if you so wish and last but not least it has links to our podcast taking care of business which is what you're listening to right now now today <laughs> we have a celebration um many of you well many of you all two of you that listen 
uh, will hear us introduce ourselves, myself as a certified financial planner, George as a financial advisor. Um, there are approximately, uh, in our field, 6.1% of us are certified financial planners. Uh, it is a an uh, accreditation and an exam process that has a lower passing rate than the CPA exam. To say it is difficult would be an understatement. Uh, I got mine about 20 years ago uh, last Friday. Two Fridays ago. Two Fridays ago. Mr. Pate passed his final exam. And as soon as the paperwork is filed and everything is legitimized and all that, he too will be a certified financial planner. Yeah, that's why I said I don't know what I can call myself because I, I can't legally take on the moniker certified financial planner. I mean, if, if I if I proclaim that right now, they will strip me of it and ban me from it forever. Yeah. Um, so our so. firm has nothing but financial planners in it now. Yes. We're all CFPs. Yep. Now. Let's talk about this. We talked this. We've talked about this uh, before, but it's kind of a little personal thing now since you're a CFP to be. <laughs> um, what do we say? A CFP provisionary or probationary? Yeah, yeah. CFP. Thank God. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, in our industry, you can walk into the door of a of a firm and get hired. And the day you're hired, they can legally call you a financial advisor. There are no credentials, well, then you're licensed, of course. There are no credentials to be a financial advisor. There is no training. There's no education. There, there's nothing. You could be a financial advisor. I could walk over here and give our producer, Michael, a job today and say, you are now a financial advisor, and I would be legitimately allowed to do that. Yep, nothing wrong with that at all. Yep. Whereas if you're a CFP... You have to pass seven exams, uh, with the seventh one being the uh, accumulation of the previous yeah, six, the com- essentially. It's a, it's a comprehensive final. Yeah. And you have, as I said, only 6% of the people in our industry are CFPs. Uh, a financial advisor typically, and I'm saying typically as a rule, is there to sell products. A CFP is there to design plans so that you can meet whatever financial objections that 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 you may have. Um, so, George, let's talk about your CFP journey a little bit. First of all, why? Why did you do it? Uh, because you told me I had to. <laughs> no, no. Uh, day day one uh, when I joined when I joined the firm, uh, that was the one no discussion requirement. That that the first day I was there, you said okay. Here, you got to have these licenses just to be able to operate and do business. And I said, okay, so I got those. And then the other one was that as soon as you are able to, you got to get your CFP. I mean, there was no, and, and, and you said that is non-negotiable. If you're not going to do it, you're not going to work here. Yeah. That, that was uh, because the, the whole point is that CFP is the, uh, the, the cream of the crop in our industry. I mean, it, it is the, the best, it, it's the top accreditation you can have. Uh, it, and it, to me, it shows that you're serious about what uh, you're serious this, about. This, this is a career. This career this not is, a job, it's not yeah. just a job anymore. This is now a career. More importantly, it shows people that you're serious about about what you do. It, it shows them that you're willing to go through 
hundreds of hours of of study and work and dedication to get this to get this certification and to have not not just to have the letters and to have the certification and the the accolades that come with it or whatever but it shows them that you're dedicated to learning everything there is to learn about your craft i mean it, it there were um like i said there were six classes i had to take and seven exams the six classes covered and, and the classes by the way when he says classes he's not talking about a class no they, they, each, there each, were six topics yeah six topics each one of them was 10 weeks long um they were uh, fundamentals you know just the basic intro class fundamentals of what fundamentals of financial planning uh insurance planning investment planning um retirement plans and employee benefits estate planning and income tax planning uh, so it, it covers a wide variety of topics, some of which I don't use on an everyday basis. I am not a lawyer. I am not a CPA. I never plan on becoming a lawyer or a CPA. But what it did was it, give, it gave me the best rounded bank of knowledge that I can have so that if somebody does come to me with a question about um, estate planning, you know, a very general question or a question about income tax planning, I can at least give them a, a, a very general idea of, of something to think about and then take to those experts that they work with. One of the, probably the difference between a financial plan and a, finan- a CFP, a certified financial planner and a financial advisor, other than what we just talked about, the education and the dedication to the craft, is that when you go to a CFP, he or she, if if they do it properly, and most ninety nine point nine percent of them do, are going to design a plan for you, and that plan is what determines what products to discuss, be it stocks, bonds, mutual funds, annuities, life insurance, what have you. But there's a specific reason to recommend um, fund X, Y, Z. One of the things you've heard us say constantly is if you're a person that says, this is a good investment, your next question should be, why? What, what, make, what, what makes, makes it a good, good investment? investment? Um, we had a gentleman that came in this, or a couple of weeks ago, actually, that um, wanted a consult, which obviously be glad to give it to him. And in about 45 minutes of work, we had freed up um, an extra $500 for his wife from refiling Social Security an extra $1,000 for him. Did not involve buying any investments, didn't involve doing anything except redoing his finances a little bit. Now, we charged one zero nothing for that because he came in, needed some help. We helped him. As financial planners, we uh, know how to, I hate to say manipulate Social Security, but in this case, it was he just didn't know how to file it. No, I, th- I think manipulate is that, well, we know the ins and outs of Social Security, and so we can look at a situation, and instead of just giving a blanket, this is how to do it, we're able to look at the situation and apply our knowledge of Social Security to come up with the best bang for your buck. Well, in his case, his wife, um, they were both in their 70s. His wife's Social Security was about $500. His was $2,400. Well, the wife can file a spousal benefit and get $1,200, get half of his. So I said, why, why hasn't she done that? And he had no idea what we were talking about. And I said, look, you can go refile today. And I know there was some penalties involved, but I mean, but by that, that his wife had already incurred, but I said, you can refile today. And your wife will start getting $1,000 a month next month. And he had absolutely no idea. Financial planner, knowing Social Security. 
Um, he had a very small um, IRA, 401k, that was, uh, uh, wasn't significant enough to contribute to his income stream. He had two debts he was paying $500 a month on, $1,000 combined. Uh, very tight day-to-day living. And so we suggested he take the 401k, cash it in. Yes, I know you're horrified out there because of taxes and penalties. Uh, and then take that and pay off those two debts, which would free up $1,000 a month for him. Because mathematically, the 401k wasn't big enough to be a player. It was about a $30,000 401k. $30,000 will produce about $150 a year um, in income. So would you rather have your 401k with $150 a year of income, or would you rather have $1,000 in new money? So in his case, he just needed a little bit of guidance that a planner can offer. Uh, we made no money. He spent no money. That's okay. That's that's all part of it. But that's the difference between a financial planner, I think, and some other people is that we didn't say to him, hey, let's take the 401k and roll it over here and we can we can address that for you. Because it, when he came in, his his first one of the one of the things he said was he said, yeah, I want to roll over my 401k to you guys. I mean, that was his first instinct was, yeah, I want to roll it over. And, you know, initially we thought, okay, well, I mean, before we said anything, we said, okay, well, let's take a look at before we talk about that, and we're, we're happy to do that for you, be glad to do that, welcome the opportunity, but let's take a look at the big picture and see what all of our options are. Is that really the best use of the money? And when we told him, uh, you know, we took a look at it and said, yeah, we can roll it over, and then took a, a, a deeper look at the debt situation and the finances and said, you know, it, it really is better just to cash it in, withhold the taxes, and, and pay this stuff off. And he, he kind of looked funny and, and – um, and we broke it down kind of line by line and showed, okay, if you roll it over and contribute to it, this is what it's, this is what we think it'll be worth. Versus if you just take the money out, pay the taxes and pay it off, this is the immediate impact. And the time that it would take to save up the amount of money to have that impact, you just don't have that kind of – it would, it would take too long. And he was really surprised. And it was, again, because we actually – I'm air quoting now – we took business away from us by doing that. I mean, we we had the opportunity to do business with this gentleman and and um, earn our fee on that, so to speak. But it wasn't what was in the best interest of the client. I mean, and 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 there are as planners, that's what we do. We don't just say, yeah, we can we can roll it over and and just immediately jump the gun and and do that. We look at everything and find out what is the best use of this money to fit this person's this person's plan to give them the best bang for their buck even if that means that the impact is less on us so to speak contrast that with the client we had come in last week that's a long term long time client of ours they're retired um we've got i would say 90 percent of their assets we handle uh, their income stream comes from Social Security, from a pension, and, and from us. We send them money to every month. And they came in for the simple reason that things are a little bit tight. Could we start paying them $1,000 more a month? Absolutely. you got plenty of money when you want to start. So you've got one situation where you've got a gentleman that really is, is, is a, a little tight. And we successfully found $1,500 a month for him so he, things would not be as tight. Compared to the other client who is 
pretty well prepared for retirement, we're managing their income stream. And by managing their income stream, I mean, we've designed a, a, a platform, a plan where it kicks out X amount of dollars a month. Uh, he came in, he and his wife came in and said, we need a raise. And no sweat, how much you want? $1,000 more a month, piece of cake. So we turned a spigot on. He had, they have an additional $1,000 a month coming to them now. Happy as a clam. Now, as a planner, suppose that $1,000 a month would have um, caused them to run out of money before they died. Then we would have told the client that. Because when the client comes in and makes a request, now we're always going to do what they tell us to do because it's their money. Always. Even if it's a bad idea, we're going to do what they tell us to do because it's their money. But in this case, you know, when he said, can I pull $1,000 a month, an additional $1,000 a month without hurting myself, we very quickly ran the numbers and came back and said, absolutely, you sure can. Again, planning. We're not just reacting to a question of the circumstances. We're planning for the future for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I um, <clears throat> met with the client yesterday, and actually I met with her grandparents. They had an old life insurance policy that was running into some problems, and um, they they didn't understand why. And after I explained to them that, you know, how it worked and the fact that unfortunately they were a victim of, uh, nobody was keeping an eye on it. It was, nobody had planned for this very well and not, not their fault. I mean, nobody on their company, the, the representative side or anything like that. And their daughter, who's a client of mine pointed out to them that, um, you know, I've sold her and her husband some insurance. They're about my age. And, and she said, his job is to look after this stuff and to, you know, and, and, and that's what I told them. I said, as planners, in any situation, not just insurance, but any sort of investment or anything, we're always looking about five years out, at least five years out. If uh, um, if we think that an investment or an insurance policy is going to run into is going to run into problems in the near future, again, near future being five to seven years out. We are, we're proactive. We get in front of that. We, we call the client and we say, Hey, here's the situation. Here's kind of what we see happening. How would you like us to proceed? Again, at the end of the day, we are always going to do what the client tells us to do because it's their money. I'm never, I'm never going to look at somebody and say, No, I'm not going to do that with your money Uh, because it's their money. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm never going to withhold somebody's money, but it is our job to look at the big picture and say, okay, here's the impact we think this is going to have in X amount of years or in this amount of time. We think it's going to have this impact on your retirement. How would you like us to proceed? It's our job to make people aware of this stuff and to be out in front of it, not to react to what's happening. If if we're being reactive, we're not doing our job. I got a great analogy. Okay. Uh, a, a, plan, uh, a non-planner, a, a financial advisor, is the client comes to them with ingredients and, um, you know, let's say the client is the pantry and the advisor bakes a cake. Now, the client may not meet a cake. The client may need rolls or he may need pies or, but the advisor just bakes a cake. Have you ever noticed that all of, all of our analogies involve food? Analogies. food? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A financial planner gets the same ingredients and then determines what does the client need. Does the client need dinner rolls? Does he need cream puffs? Does he need donuts? Does he need, what does he need? And then we take the ingredients and we bake what the client needs as opposed to just going, hey, we always make a cake. No, sometimes we make a custard, a pie, whatnot. You're right. It's always about food. (laughs) Um, If this kind of uh, interaction is interesting to you or you'd like to hear more information, give us a call at 252-304-1019. Again, 252 
304-1019. Be glad to talk to you about it, glad to discuss it with you. Everybody that's listening to us right now, there is absolutely no reason that you don't have a financial plan. None. Um, There are firms, ours included, that don't charge for consults and financial plans. Um, Those of you that are blindly giving money to an entity or a firm that says it's a good investment uh, are not helping yourself. Um, there should be a, a uh, an end game and there should be a path that you're going down, a well-mapped out path, <laughs> not wandering through the woods with a flashlight. Um, again, it doesn't require a ton of money to need a financial plan. And the fact that you can get one with just a little effort on your part, a little bit of time on your part. Uh, and and well, let me ask you this. If you were a golfer and somebody gave you free golf lessons, would you take it? Sure you would. Heck yeah. Yep. If you were um, um, a fisherman and somebody gave you a free guide service for the day, would you take it? Absolutely. Or would you be the kind of golfer that you, like you and I that just go out and swing in one while we're not any good? Or be the person that goes to the lake and starts fishing, has no clue what bait, what nothing. He's just trying to catch a fish. So, again, why wouldn't you want to have a, a significant plan that's personalized to just you or your family so that you'll know the appropriate products to have? Yeah, I think one of the one of the other things as as planners, and, and I think this is something that, that's unique to us here at the Journeys Group, is that – when we develop a financial plan, we there are no algorithms that we use to produce our numbers to produce. Our, we do all the math by hand. I mean, you know, obviously I use a calculator. I'm not sitting here doing compound interest by hand. But every plan that we put together, the numbers are done by us by hand. Either we don't use any software. We don't punch in. We don't just punch in your demographic and then the computer spits out a plan and, um, you know, good to go. Uh, every plan that we give somebody is personalized for them. If I have three 50-year-olds that come in back to back to back, they're all three going to have very different plans because they have very different situations behind the fact that they're 50 years old making the same income. Um, and I think that that's, to me or to us, that's hugely helpful because when I do the math by hand, when we do the math by hand and I give it to a client and I'm, and I'm walking them through it and they say, where'd you get that number? I can explain where I got that number. Because I did the math. I, I mean, I, I worked for you know several hours on this. I did the math by hand. I know exactly where the numbers come from. I know exactly what I used to get there, and I can and I can explain that to a client. And I think that holds a lot of weight as well. Uh, and again, to us, that that's just that's just the way to do it because everybody's situation is so unique. Even if uh, the demographics are are identical. No two people are going to be alike. You know, um, often one of the things that we see a lot is you take two people that are, you know, two couples that are in their 50s make the same income. One of them has a special needs child. Okay, that is radically different. That changes everything. And so if we're just using the demographic of couple in their 50s making this amount of income, 
that plan might not be any good to them or it might not accomplish what they want to accomplish. That's why we spend so much time talking with people as planners to, to get to know people and find out, okay, what are your, what are we trying, going back to your analogy, what is it that you want us to bake? Well, what do you need us to what, bake? What do you need us? A lot us? of times they don't know. That Yeah, that's true. Uh, again, the gentleman this week just knew, I mean, he said, I have not, I don't have any idea why I'm here except I need some help. I need some help, yep. He said, I'm, I'm, I would like to be able to retire, but it's so tight, I can't do it. And in 30 minutes, we found him another $1,500. And and all we did was take the pieces that he already had. And just rearrange them on the and board. rearrange them. Yeah. And we, he didn't buy anything from us. He didn't buy anything from anybody. Um, he actually just, because of our knowledge of tax law and social security law, we could uh, we could move some things around and get him another $1,500 a month. Now, can we do that for everybody? Of course not. <laughs> But being planners and being trained in the seven areas George was talking about, six areas George was talking about earlier, means we have an insight into some different different options. Again, if this is of interest for you, give us a call at 252-304-1019. Uh, would love to talk to you about it. Now, um, don't misunderstand me. There are some great financial advisors out there. Um but they they approach things differently because they've never been trained to be a planner. Yep. They've been trained to market financial products. Yeah, they they offer a different area of service than we do. Um, it, it just a, just a less comprehensive service. They are there to sell an investment, and again, nothing wrong with that. Not not speaking down on it or speaking ill of it, um, but they're there to sell you an investment. And so that it really comes down to at, at what point in your journey does it become less important to just buy an investment and more important to map out what you're going to do with your investments? And again, that's that's the whole point of our jobs is our, our job as planners is to look at the investments, look at your look at everything you got and build a roadmap yeah. to retirement for you. We're actually going to talk about next week inflation and why the planning becomes so so critical when you have high inflation. Yep. All right, hear the music in my ears. We've got to get out of here. We appreciate y'all letting us visit with you today. We hope you have a great week and look forward to talking with you again soon. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking, Taking care, care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC registered investment advisor.